Welcome to Within Your Ken. I'm your host, Ken Weinberg. Today's show is the third in a series of four podcasts on the subject of project planning. In the previous two modules, we learned the importance of defining the project and creating a work breakdown structure with tasks that are clear with the name, amount of effort, a defined set of resources, costs, and task dependencies. In this section, we'll focus on determining an accurate estimate for the task. Once you have the work breakdown structure with its resource allocations and the sequence of work, the next step in the development process is the estimating. The estimate will be used to prepare the budget and the schedule. So it's very important that the estimated time be as close to the actual time as possible. There are many challenges to obtaining an accurate estimate, but the most challenging is a lack of clear understanding of the work to be performed by the person doing the estimate. It's even more challenging if you're trying to estimate work that has never been done before or never been done under conditions like these. So what we really have here is the key challenge of estimating and that is managing the risk. There are entire courses on how to estimate and compensate for the risk involved in estimating. But in the limited time that we have, we can at least look at the things we can do to minimize those risks. One of the most important things you can do is to identify the assumptions that support the estimate and the key risk factors that might affect the accuracy of those estimates. Here's a short list of them. Improper work definition. If the definition of the work to be performed is inadequate, then obviously it's going to be difficult to estimate how long it will take to do that work. Wrong people doing the estimate. If you want to have the most accurate estimates, have the people who have experience doing the work make the estimates, or at least have them review and approve any proposed estimate made by someone else. The estimating techniques and methods used to provide the estimate also have a significant impact on the risk of the estimate. And the wrong technique can yield bad results, while the right technique can yield good results. Here are some estimating techniques to consider. Analogous estimating uses historical information, such as what's been done before in similar projects. This technique can be quite reliable if projects study the accuracy of the estimates when they conclude. Bottom-up estimates. These provide very accurate estimating techniques because they are used to develop detailed estimates from the lowest level of the work breakdown structure, but they take the most time and money to develop. For example, if I wrote a book and I need to have it edited, 
I could use a top-down estimate and use a benchmark of four pages per hour to estimate the editing time required. If I ask an editor to provide a bottom-up estimate, the editor would take a typical chapter and analyze it to see how much time it would need. The editor's estimate would be more accurate, but I'd have to pay for the analysis and it would take more time to do. Effort distribution estimating. I'll use an example to illustrate this technique. I used to work in a software lab. The developers would provide a bottom-up estimate for the effort required to develop an upgrade to the software. Based on the experience of previous software releases, the project managers understood that the documentation development phase was approximately 20% of the code development phase. A fifth estimating technique is known as parametric estimating. This technique is often used by technical writers when estimating documentation projects. For example, they may estimate how long it takes to develop the documentation based on the number of lines of code or the number of screens that they need to document. I asked a senior project manager, Sarah Ramkasun, what technique she uses in her projects. I like to do from bottom up, so essentially outline all of the activities that we are aware uh, is at a very detailed level, estimate the amount of effort for each of those individual activities, layer on the resourcing that I have over it and make sure that there's no overlaps between so that no resources working at 150%. But I start from bottom up and do a very traditional methodology. There's always risk associated with an estimate and project managers have found ways to handle those risks. The key to for the risk is to put enough buffer there. That's Thomas Shen, senior project manager at Sun Life. Uh, I put buffer at the at the task level and overall project level as well. Uh, in fact, I allocate more buffer for the overall project than the individual risk. Uh, in that case, you have more flexibility to control the schedule. That brings us to the end of our discussion of estimation. Tune in next week when we discuss the scheduling aspects of project planning. Until then, keep planning. Brought to you by Arethusa's Garden. Stunning jewelry and beautiful gifts and crafts from the organic garden visit www.arethusasgarden.com